We are back with another live episode of CCW Insider with yes! director Nelio Comacosta. You're going to have to respond as things come in because this theme here, it's Ask Nelio Anything, and I have questions. Well, not anything. Well, okay, anything, fine. maybe anything. You can just anything. not answer. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll try to answer anything. I've never been a felon. I've never been to jail. So I, for the most part, I can, um, I can answer almost anything. I'm okay. I'm clean, you know. There you go. Banging and banging. Bangin'. David Heath is watching. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Now I can't. Yeah, now I. I no, so be it. The man, the man. So the first one is Jake St. Patrick's coming back. Where has he been this whole time? Man, uh, when you want to, uh, when you have to miss something, you know, when when you want to miss something, it has to go away. So uh, Jake, who had moved to uh, uh, Central Florida, he had some different stuff going on. Obviously, you've seen him on uh, uh, AEW and all the awesome stuff that he's been doing. You know, he was in a situation where I think he was out there um, uh, trying to, you know, when when you're really close to being signed by an all elite wrestling or a major company, sometimes you need to go out and just do something to push yourself over to the next uh, uh, level. And uh, I feel like, you know, he was out there trying to do that. But at the same time, we've grown a lot. Uh, Jake has been a um, has been a. He was an assistant trainer here, and he's been here with us for years and years and years. Uh, he was here when I got here. So um, uh, Jake St. Patrick, uh, uh, you know, he, you know, but you want to be missed. The audience needs sure. to miss you. So uh, now he's back, and he's going for the CCW heavyweight title at Conquer Kissimmee tomorrow at Son of, Son of the Beach Old Town, which we're so excited about. So, yeah, so I would say just, you know, when when um, he went out, he, he, he uh, did some different stuff, and now he's back. We're happy to have him. We're excited to have him back. Great technical worker. I mean, he's a, a great teacher and a great guy. Yeah, and so he's he walks back in and he goes right up against Ariel Levy. Is he the champ? Is Ariel Levy the champ we deserve? That's a great question. Oof. That is a great question. Look, I have to say I'm part, like partial to Ariel in the in the aspect of he is an international uh, internationally well known actor. So we have a lot of new eyeballs. There uh, has he won his matches in a fair and square manner? Is he easy to deal with? No. Uh, so you know, but it is what it is. To go back to uh, finish the question, what was the question? The original right. question was about Jake St. Patrick. So to finish with Jake St. Patrick, when uh, a former Southeastern champion, um, he has an incredible overall record at CCW. Uh, his return in Orlando, uh, I said, let's make it a splash, and uh, we circumvented the rankings. And we put Jake as a number one contender tomorrow. You have interesting matchups potentially because uh, if Jake is able to defeat um, our sure. Ariel tomorrow, you have a dream match of Jake St. Patrick versus Chris Farrow in Homestead waiting for him. And then you, there's a list already of contenders. So as we saw with Cha Cha Charlie's reign, he had six or seven uh, matches uh, uh, ahead of uh, that Ariel Levy match. Uh, contenders lined up. Unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever, you know, whoever you decide to. Uh, Cheer on when uh Cha Cha Charlie lost, those matches had to be changed. Some of the some of the uh, retained uh uh Cha Cha Charlie with no title stipulation, and some of them uh Ariel Levy uh you know fell into Ariel Levy defenses. So anything can happen in CCW as was two months ago, anything can happen. Sure. More questions coming in. Uh Kumite part two coming this year. Yeah, Joe, January 21st. So tickets are on sale. Buy it right now, Joe. Joe is a season ticket holder. The Kumite is in is included, but Joe got to buy season tickets for next year because it's in January, Kumite uh, 2, and then July will be Kumite at number three. I loved it too, Joe. Uh, Kumite is going to be on the YouTube. All the matches uh, starting Tuesday of next, Wednesday of next week, uh, you'll get a match a day, and then the full show will be available on um 20th or something, uh, whatever that, uh, uh, maybe the 23rd or the 17th, the 23rd, I believe. The whole Kumite in its entirety, I watched it yesterday. I was blown away. We sent it to our, we sent it to our television affiliates and there was some stuff in it that was a little too um, shocking, a little too hardcore for uh, 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 some of our television audiences, but it'll be up on the YouTube. And then if you're one of our, if you're uh, joining us from our television audiences in California, or New Mexico, um, uh, thank you for finding us. That's cool, right? Yeah. Uh, you'll see some of the Kumite on, on some of those episodes as well. 
Absolutely. Jody, you're the best. Jody was recently an extra in a, uh, in a Kyle, like a Kylan King uh, uh, was attacked by Jesse Alaban and Jody happened to be watching the uh, practice. So all right, that's, that's now it's canon. Well, here's another question. Speaking of uh, Kylan King, Questions coming in. Is there a chance we could settle who is the real ruler of Florida? Kylan hiding behind Kylan is hiding behind the Facebook user tab. I want to know, Kylan. No, uh, is there a chance we can settle the real ruler of Florida with an inter it's intergender match between the M uh, MF and King Kylan King versus the Florida oh, versus oh, versus the Florida man? Oh, I thought it was Ariel. Uh, okay, <laughs> you know, I, I it's possible we might see that. No, uh. Uh, we don't. We currently are. We don't have an intergender division uh, at CCW. One of the things is we want to wrestle for for titles. Uh, and uh, you know, if there was an intergender match, uh, the woman would have to officially enter the heavyweight division or the South, southeast division, or and that would disqualify her from uh, the uh, CCW women's. Uh, but who knows? I mean, Kylin has the size advantage over the Florida. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Trevor um, Trevor versus Kylin. It's an interesting match. Yeah. Kylan versus anybody. Uh, 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 if you saw this weekend, you know, like Kylan is, uh, um, you know, I, I watched her overpower Renee Michelle on Sunday. I watched her have a great match with Roma. I would put Kylan King against anybody in the world, uh, uh, pound for pound fighting, you know. Uh, but I don't see that happening this week. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um one of the other questions I had mailed in, when when will we see Marina Tucker back back in CCW? Sooner than you think. That's the best way that I can I can say it. Uh, it's funny because we did have uh, something fun and interesting for her um, as a surprise. And yeah. uh, uh, she's working with Women of Wrestling out in California. They've been taping a lot of wrestling. So uh, she was unavailable. Uh, we're excited for her to be on Women of Wrestling. We're excited. Well, there's a lot of – there's a few wrestlers of ours, uh, uh, female wrestlers that have uh, – you know, alums, uh, but Marina being the champion that she was for the, the years that she was, um, we're really excited to have her on there as well. Uh, but it really comes down to availability, but sooner than you think it almost already happened. Okay. And you're getting claps for that. So, ah, from, from the dragon, from Javier, almost the dragon, Ricky Fisher. Uh, Ricky is a great dude. Um, just, he was just awesome. He was here on an excursion, uh, uh, from GWE in uh, 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 Panama. Uh, shout out to them, and he did a really good job. I really like that guy. He helps. He helps. I can't get this. I can't get the smell out of my office uh, couch. Uh, Ricky, he was sleeping in the couch. Can't get the smell out. <laughs> Is Alan S two S Martinez getting a rematch? You bet your ass he will. Um, we saw uh, 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 Jay Vidal. Uh, um, have an amazing match with Chris Farrow in uh, Homestead uh, after he won the title. Uh, Jay was at uh, Effie's Gay Brunch this weekend, so he wasn't at Bash at the Brew. And then um, he will be wrestling uh, Ariel Dominguez in a no-disqualification match tomorrow in Kissimmee. If he can survive that, I'm sure Alan Martinez is waiting for him. There is another potential challenger, uh, current all-elite wrestling talent, who believes he has a uh, a stake at the uh, uh, CCW Cruiserweight Championship. So there are talks about that. So if Jay were to um, survive Ariel Dominguez's onslaught, or if Ariel Dominguez wins, uh, you might see a um, an All Elite Wrestling maybe October 1st. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. No, okay. uh, if you guys are big South Park fans, you know, uh, David Nelson, words are like bullets. Not a, not a plan at the moment. <laughs> okay, any thoughts on a collaboration show like GCW does with Black Label Pro? Uh, and then, you know, the the different CCW versus GCW or stuff like that. Yeah, there, there, had, there had been discussions in the past. Um, you know, uh, it's not out of the realm of uh, possibility. Um, you know, we use a lot of the, 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 we use some talent, you know, some talent of, you know, work on each other's shows and all that stuff. I do like a lot of the stuff that uh, Brett Lauderdale is doing. It's, you know, it's not out of the realm of uh, possibility. 
you know, I want to pull a, a Walter White, you know, like stay out of my territory. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to see Brett Lauderdale leave you a Home Depot. He's gonna be like, I, I, I saw the I saw the cruiserweight champion, Jerry Vidal. This true. Weekend, on, on, yeah, you were there. You were there. At, uh, I was. I saw his match. And I am from Chicago. I was born. Um, yeah, I was I was born in Chicago. <laughs> Not in Chicago. Uh, I was born there, and uh, uh, I have the I have a home in uh, um, in uh, Villa Park that I rarely go see. So I normally would would be there a lot more, but I just haven't been. Chris, the, when am I coming to Chicago soon? I don't know. Chris Thrasher is asking about a King of the Ring style tourney. We we had something similar to that not too long ago, right? Yeah, but it didn't. No, it was different. I I know exactly what Chris is asking for, and I'm just gonna say wait because uh, uh, October in Pompano Beach we have um, Halloween uh, Hardcore Heaven uh, again, uh, and then November, November. So Chris also asked another question earlier, and I'm gonna riff off his question. Um, when is Venetius going to make his return to CCW, or has Errol so- been down? No, so uh, uh, it's been really difficult. Obviously, he was on concussion protocol originally, and then um, he had uh, a skew of he has a, a bunch of he had a bunch of injuries uh, that he's trying to work through. He was currently in uh, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, for for a little bit, and uh, just working through um, as much of the rehab as possible. And we'll see. Uh, I want to. I wish it was a situation of like sooner rather than than later. Trust me, I do because uh, I think there's a there's something there with Ariel Levy and uh, Venetius that is unfinished. That would be great. Um, that's something that would be great. But um, I mean, there is a possibility that he never returns. Uh, there's a, 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 a slew of injuries, a frayed uh, a tendon in his right leg, and uh, a bunch of stuff that I know that he had been dealing with for uh, months. Uh, so, you know, there's some stuff that is, you know, it just takes time. And the, as soon as I know, I'll let everybody know. All right. So you're in communication with him and keeping tabs on his injuries. So, okay. Um, I guess this is just a personal preference. Rohit Raju or Sting? Sting. <laughs> that was like, Sting, uh, I love Sting. I've met Sting. Uh, but like, you know, like just as a fan of Matt Sting and I'd love to meet him again. I'd love to meet him now. Like, uh, in my older age, you know, I love sure. Sting. uh, Dan Ackerman knows Sting, uh, Bruno Sassy, the, who founded, uh, CCW with Dan, they were uh, friends with Sting. They worked in TNA and stuff like that. I'm sure. Dave, I'm going to ask Dave, let me ask Dave right now if yeah. he knows Sting, uh, uh, <laughs> because I love Sting, but no, that would be, I would say Sting. Yeah. Close. All right, Joe Perry, back with another question. Any talent that you think is going to break out this fall? No, because I know you're on the cusp. Yeah, well, there's oh, Chris Farrow's on the cusp. I mean, I saw him have one of the best matches of his life, and then he had a great match with Blake Banks. Uh, Damian Fenrir is always like he's on the cusp. He has what it takes. Uh, do you mean the yeah. CCW guy, like uh, Damian Fenrir? He's going to be working as a champ tomorrow too, like we already mentioned. So he's he's yeah, know, uh, 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 If you're talking about a CCW talent who's going to break out. There's a couple guys that like uh, uh, like Meadow. You see what is that? You know, we have a deep, deep uh, roster of like blue chippers, like ready to go. And it's really about when a guy like Alex Chamberlain or a guy like the veterans like Jackal or a veteran like Cha Cha Charlie. Um, you know, when are they going to relinquish that spot? You know that they're clinging on to you know like it's how like how hard they work how hard they put everything together so uh is metal ready yeah he's i think meadow's ready is is you know but it's it's he meadow has to wake up and take the spot you know right or damien or uh who else you know i mean damien is is seasoned uh i mean I, i'm not saying that like uh uh you know everyone can get working but i'm just saying like i'm not saying that meadow's green or anything like that it's just like you, those guys are ready, or you know, if are you talking about CCW guys? So another CCW guys that I I, I think is is breaking out. This was the question. I think he is. Yeah, it's just CCW or just all talent in general because uh uh, uh was Ozzy Ozzy Kilmeister too has done very very well recently. Joe Garcia won his first match at the Kumite, uh, and he comes and he busts his ass. You know, um, Ka Slash he reminds me a lot of early Chris Farrow. 
2023 should be Beastman's year. Uh, Beastman won the CCW International Championship uh, in Nashville uh, in a bloodbath against Chase Stevens. Uh, he refused the return match in November. I know Ch- uh, Chase is pissed about that. Chase will have a different match on that card. Um, and uh, well, you ha- these are coming at me rapid fire, boss. Yeah, Chase will be back. 100%. Chase is a CCW guy. To go back to Beastman being Beastman's year, he's wrestling Joey Janela on Saturday um uh in uh, at jcw and uh he was signed to mlw and it didn't work out and uh yeah beastman's really freaking talented yeah so lots of so here's a beastman originally hurt venetius in december uh on december 4th uh of, of last year so you can imagine you know he, he's someone who's uh um uh, he can hurt he can hurt he can put the hurt on in here and i'm looking at there's tons of comments that have come in so somebody asked about kevin sullivan so i'll ask my question about yeah the kevin devil himself the taskmaster spoke to him earlier today yeah what i literally had to hang kevin, up the phone to I, get on here yeah i got so i got the press release yesterday that you know he's joined the executive committee what does that mean what's going on with kevin sullivan meaning that uh when you have an uh like i have gangrel who has been doing this 40 years who is incredibly smart who is incredibly well known who is um, an amazing wrestling mind. Have Dan Ackerman doing this, who's been doing this, who's been founded this company 18 years ago, who's been, you know, through the territory systems. Uh, Then you have Bill Alfonso, who is an incredible, incredible, incredible mind. And when you have a guy available to you like a Kevin Sullivan, and you need to pick his brain about, you know, uh, uh, what it is to run a professional wrestling company. So uh, I don't like to pull the curtain back too much and say exactly what it is, but you'll see Kevin doing color commentary. You'll see him hosting the show uh, on Saturday. And it's just having somebody where a guy like Gangrel looks up to a Kevin Sullivan. You know, um, when I was 10 years old uh, uh, or you know, younger than that, Kevin Sullivan was beating the WWE in ratings uh, uh, from 94, from 95, you know, those 83 weeks, I know Eric Bischoff is a huge reason for it because he brought in a lot of talent, but I really do believe that Kevin Sullivan has, has booked probably the best two years of television, uh, some of the best uh, television. So when you have a guy who's that smart and that humble and that um, approachable and you have him around uh, our students and you have him around uh, Meadow or Lakai or Ariel Levy or Agony or, uh, you know, it can only be positive things. So uh, he'll be working directly with myself. He'll be working directly with Dan and Gangrel as, as you know. Okay, here's uh, somebody. Beast Man would be. Joe oh, asking. Ariel oh. Levy versus Santos. You know, I, you know, Santos dropped the title to, to Cha-Cha and he's been around he- here and there. But what about Ariel versus El I spoke, to, I, spoke, I spoke to Santos this week. That's all I'll say. Okay. He never got a rematch for his championship. He's working very hard to secure uh, the border uh, uh, right now. He's a uh, security contractor. He's working out very, very hard. Uh, he's going to consider him like the uh, the uh, Adam Rose of uh, uh, you know leaving and becoming jacked. He's jacked. So that would be a match. Just spoke to him. Okay. Uh, Boss B asks, is Dan Lambert going to continue to be more involved? So I know there's a match for Bash. Yeah, October 1st, Bill Alfonso versus Dan Lambert. We tried. I tried to talk some sense into Fonzie. I tried. I sat with him. And it's uh, 20 years since that bloodbath of Bill Alfonso and Beulah in 12 days, uh, September. 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. Oh, my God. (laughs) When you wake up feeling old, uh, Ryan, I feel old. <laughs> I know. That is 25 years since Beulah and Fonzie, and I would expect something uh, of the sort on October 1st. I've had, I've had national press, uh, uh, a gentleman from ESPN called me about it. Uh, so obviously when Dan Lambert's involved, uh, things get taken up a notch. Uh, do I love having that match? Yeah. Am I As someone who loves Fonzie and wants him to, to not die, that's a scary match uh, uh, that I, I tried, I tried, I tried, but Fonzie demanded it. And you'll see tomorrow in Kissimmee, he'll, he'll speak a little bit about that. He demanded a match with Dan Lambert. And Dan, Dan Lambert was happy to oblige. Is the no DQ 
beneficial to Fonzie or Lambert? Fonzie. Yeah, I, th- I think so. <laughs> because he'll be able to pull whatever he want, wants out of his hat, you know, and this will be a situation where me begging him not to do something crazy. So, you know, October 1st, tickets are on sale right now. The pre-sale is excellent. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect the type of reaction uh, I have gotten for for announcing that match. Well, it, it really it's jumps good. off the page. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's good. Yeah. You Stacey. know, wrestling wrestling's gotten pretty real over the last couple of weeks. Yes. Uh, we'll, Things are happening. So this is just, we're just stirring the pot. You know, let's sure. have Fonzie and, and, and Dan Lambert, you know, kill each other. Yeah, Fonzie is crazy. Yes, correct. All right. There was Stacey. a Cha-Cha Jackal uh, question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, that's it. This is the Cha-Cha Jackal really? question. It's a great question. Uh, uh, Jackal Stevens currently is uh, going to wrestle Agony on October 1st. I know they loved tagging together. They... They've been demanding to the office to give them another opportunity against elevated status. They demanded for um, for that uh, uh, title return match uh, at the Kumite was one of the best matches ever. I don't want to spoil it, but well, I guess everyone knows. I don't want to spoil it, but it's great. The match was great. They do have amazing tag team uh, uh, chemistry. They do uh, want to work together, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, one of the questions I had for you is, what are the plans for the St. Lucie show this week? And I did just see before we. I knew, on. yeah, I, I knew that someone was going to ask. So I said, oh, no, I better drop the. Uh, uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, uh, Kylan so, King will, will wrestle an uh, AEW superstar, but I can't tell you exactly who it is until it's signed uh, for the title um, on September 30th as well. But go ahead, you can start. Well, the reason I brought that up is because of the Cha-Cha and Jackal question, because they are in a tag team match on that night against Chico Adams and, and Agony. There's your answer, Stacy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, um, I, honestly, I didn't think they would have good chemistry, you know, but they did, and they do, yeah. uh, and they loved it. They love working together, so I'll, you know, uh, now – does Chacha Charlie want to take himself out of the uh, heavyweight championship rankings and into the tag rankings? Uh, Jackal just uh, uh, Jackal's still uh, the number one contender for the Southeastern Championship. Does he want to take himself out of that division and put themselves officially in the tag team division? Uh, that was a special uh, match at the Kumite. You know, was again it was a so that depends. You know, that's something we'll see. That's up to them, really. All right. Well, well, some more questions continue to filter in. I want. Let's talk about you. You sort of alluded to it. Oh, you got something? No, no. I just wanted to let people know. So that's this Gangrel, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, former CCW star, Kevin Sullivan now here, Harley Race. Someone was asking me who's it. Joy Styles. Don't ask. It's a personal thing. And then the last one is um, Sabu, uh, Rob Van Dam, and Bill Alfonso. Go ahead. Okay. Most of those, most of the, have all, I mean, Harley has. Except for Rob Van Dam and Harley Race. Yeah, Harley Race is not alive. Right. No styles either, but that's a different thing. Um, and then Vader. Okay. Vader's right here. This one's Vader. Oh, yeah. You can only see part of Vader. Vader, QT, uh, the Good Brothers. Okay. Um, Frank Cage. Let's talk about this. You, you alluded to it just briefly that, you know, the state of the wrestling business kind of crazy this week. A lot of stuff happened on AEW. Um, you know, with between CM Punk and the elite and all that stuff. When things like that happen on the national level, do you see any positive or negative cascading effect in the territory? Man, that is a great question. I I, I am of the uh, opinion. I don't know who was saying this. Someone was saying that if this had happened during Bill Watts was in charge they'd put a camera on these guys right after they fought each other and they'd start cutting promos <laughs> and they would say, because that like draws money is a personal issue. So I, I'm very conflicted in that. Of course it's 2022. We're professional people. CCW is a very professional company, but you have a few people in a, a national company with a real personal issue that I would love to see resolved in a combat setting. Sure. So I hope somebody can do their best to resolve that on uh, on that level as well. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, well, the, well, 
you know, contributing to a toxic locker room and all that type of stuff. So uh, has, you know, in my time here in CCW, has there been a backstage fight? Yeah, there's been a backstage fight before. Like, uh, you know, I came from team sports, you know, I played football and I, and I, uh, you know, I did weightlifting and other, that's not a team sport, but I've done, other, I've done team sports. And sometimes in practice, uh, you're going to fight, you're going to get uh, uh, snippy, you know, has it happened here at the training facility? A couple of guys have gotten like their tempers and stuff. We give each other our bodies. So it's kind of uh, very important, but uh, you know, not to, you know, you don't want anybody ever to just, you know, rear back and hurt you or try to hurt you. But um, I think sometimes a little bit of competitive, like a competitive nature helps, you know, like uh, uh, pro wrestling, it's an individual thing, but it's also a team sport. You know, we're team CCW. Uh, uh, I expect every single guy in this locker room to be C team CCW. But at the same time, I also expect everyone to be competing for a few top spots. You know, people all want that spot on Bash of the Brew. They want that spot on the live wrestling. They want that spot. So I, if they're going to be aggressive and they're going to want it, um, I have no no problem with that. Now, once it crosses the line, uh, you know, it crosses the line. But as a professional wrestling promoter, the, you know, if someone has a real issue with each other and whatnot, I would do my best to uh, uh, use that as much as possible. Yeah. So how do you how do you handle situations like that where you have? It's different every time. Okay. I mean, how would I handle that situation? That's a huge loaded question, right? Well, yeah. I would, I mean, make, it a, I would yeah. make it work, I guess. Like, how would yeah. I handle the situation or whatever? The ring. I don't yeah. like. I, yeah, I don't like know those guys, but uh, you know, there's probably a million variable situation. But oh man, I would change a lot of stuff to make it. You know, I would have them work. I'd find a way to make money on it, or, or they should. They should understand that they're going to be the ones making the money on it. You know what I mean? They should be. Uh, uh, you know, and and. But it's funny because I see people talking about how it was such an embarrassment to professional wrestling, and it's like, well, this is a combat sport. You sure. know what I'm saying? Was it is it in, was it embarrassing for uh, um, Paul Orndorff to beat up uh, Vader or whatever? Yeah, uh, it was embarrassing to Vader. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no one at the time yeah. said that they had ruined the business. And look, there's plenty of stories in professional wrestling that I've heard straight from the horse's mouth uh, uh, of like guys fighting and stuff, and you know what sucks is that the news media, like the wrestling journalism and stuff are all talking about it and the way that they're talking about it. And I think just wrestling is different, you know, like Undertaker talked about it where like nobody has a gun or something. Everyone yeah. has a gun. Cause it's like, ah, oh, nobody has a gun anymore. And you know, nobody's like on pills, you know, they're all uh, playing smash brothers, you know, and some of them are uh, at CCW. I try, I mean, <laughs> I try to keep them from playing smash brothers in the back. But the, the fact of the matter is, is like, that's the most like legitimate, you know, cool thing that I've seen in a long time. The problem is it probably over overshadowed a lot of stuff that happened during the uh, pay-per-view. I mean, right. MJF should be the person who's the most upset because everyone's talking about, uh, um, you know, the, the angle between the elite and, and uh, Colt Cabana and not um, MJF, you know? Right. But, but that angle is hot. It's like the hottest thing in wrestling right now is the elite and, you know, team, team punk, you know? So it's weird. It's weird. I guess I look at it differently. You know, look, there's some, there's, there's one particular, there's one particular feud that's happening like uh, uh, in, at CCW. That's like, you know, that I would love to make it work. <laughs> it's just getting the people involved. I would love it. Just getting the people involved, not to like you know cross over any lines, and you know what I mean, and understand that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, like, look, Tony Khan has a billion dollars. You know, like uh, maybe if anyone can do it, he can, right? Right. Yeah, getting the those personal issues in the ring and uh, out of the I've, I've, look. I've, I've had a I've had a backstage fight in professional wrestling. I've had a backstage fight as a football player. Um, it's not anything that's like, uh, you know, I, I, there was no legal ramifications. I would you know, I would never have thought of somebody calling the police, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, <laughs> things get snippy. It's not the worst thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not the worst thing. Like, especially because it's a combat sport. Stacy has another good question here. As much as she would love to go to every show, there are times when she can't make it. And she's sure that's the case for a lot of people. Myself, I can't get to them all. Of course. Uh, how about a live broadcast of your shows? 
I mean, where is, where is, uh, uh, I know you're, you, got, you guys are network. like, Stacy's going to try to make me announce the new CCW network <laughs> for $4.99 a month. No. Um, yeah, it's all in play. We have a uh, current um, broadcasting rights. Uh, uh, we have current broadcasting rights stuff that we're working on. And I don't know. I don't know what the fans will. Um, I don't know what the fans will. um prefer and the more information that i know like how you want to consume uh ccw matches look right now and i think a lot of people have noticed this change is full show is edited matches are edited the uh uh uh, the top angles or the you know whatever i wake up in the morning and decide to put on a live it's not a live uh in a, a 22 minute television format uh with commercials and with um you know, f- formatted for syndicated television, which is what we do. And then um, the matches are played in its entirety, a full match. They're dropped after a live. And then the full shows are eventually there. So eventually, um, that being said, yes, there are talks about switching it to uh, a, a live format. I guess I am, uh, Joe's behind the CCW channel, so I have one subscriber. Uh, um, well, I would subscribe, for sure. The, 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 so, you know, my thought is getting a live switcher, uh, 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 getting myself up to par to run a live show. Because right now we do live to tape. If you watch Bash yeah. of the Brew, it's live. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I leave whenever Dan uh, screws up on commentary. I leave it in, you know, like, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's alive. And we're live, pal. Uh, but um, how it's to be consumed, like, if I just give it a, like, one of the things, too, is, like, building my audience. So, I don't want to give too much of the business side on it, but you know, we've had, uh, I've had a, a offers more than one offer to uh, exclusively house all the shows. And it made it a little bit difficult to deal with certain offers that were put in front of me because what would happen is, is there's a certain price to, to put these shows together and edit these shows, but I want these shows to build a new audience. Like we've sure. built our subscriber base. We have new people who come in. And what's cool is like the people who buy tickets, they like know they know what's going on in, 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 in our show. So the point is, the point is, is like I don't want to sell sell it off to anybody who will, you know, put us in less potential homes or less potential viewers and stuff. So Stacy, it's something that I wrestle with every single day. And and eventually it's gonna it's gonna come to a head probably in December of this year. Uh we'll go one way or another. But that being said, yes, live coming soon. I'm working on it. There's a question here about competition. You know, the the idea that you're not just running against the promotion down the street. Correct. Um, but the 28 that are streaming that weekend. And also, gosh, the whole Netflix and Hulu catalogs. So uh, Correct. I, I don't know if that this question is. Do, you, do I agree with that statement? Yeah. So AAW... Uh, um, is a is a um, quality product. They put a lot of time and they love, put a lot of effort in. CCW is also very a quality product, uh, but we're different too. You know, you can't always think about your competition. Like, am I a competition to AAW? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I have. I'm from Chicago. I have friends who watch AAW and they watch a live. And uh, AAW show was called Live. We trademarked Live. Uh, but. Uh, 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 the point that I'm making is I think AEW has, AAW has an awesome product, but we have a different fan base who um, are looking for something completely different. Like we're not just going to put, um, we're not going to put just a bunch of awesome talent and put them together. And, and we're, you know, we want, we want you to see the growth and we, we want to do something a little bit different. So, yeah, I mean, are we competing with everything? Yeah. We're competing with the NFL now. Look how many Sunday shows uh, Sunday shows I took off the calendar. We used to run a lot of Sunday shows. Last year we ran Sunday shows during the NFL, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to punt. I don't want to do uh, uh, Sunday shows in the NFL, with a very few exceptions. Uh, so it's things like that where, yeah, we're competing with everything. I'm competing with, um, now that things are open, uh, uh, concerts and Bad Bunny sure. and movies and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's very, very, it's very, very different. But uh, we are folks so hyper-focused on having the best live event uh, and being the best live event producers that professional wrestling can do that um, that makes it like there's not – I don't think there's anybody uh, uh, running live events um, in Florida right now that will compete with what we're doing. So, no, I don't see that as, as competition. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, on that subject, I think you got two weeks in a row coming up with double shots both weekends. Correct. And so I I am excited. Let me focus this question here. What are you looking forward to? Let me I'm, we'll, I'm, we'll focus it at this weekend. I'm looking forward. Actually, like uh, uh, there's a couple of things I'm looking forward to. One of the things I'm looking forward to is an awesome show. I'm also looking forward to hugging and kissing my daughter when I get home tonight. That's a really big thing. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, I love her so much. But uh, I'm also looking forward to spending uh, a couple hours in the car driving to uh, the venues with Kevin Sullivan. I'm looking forward to spending some extra time and just picking his brain. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, I had a, I have a, try to soak in as much as I can. And so that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to spending time at the venues. Uh, uh, I really love my venues. I, I, we really have a great relationship now with Sun, Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee. Uh, the Bash of the Brew guys, I feel like my family, you know, Lance, uh, Zach, you guys are like family. So I want to do the same with uh, my venues at Sun on the Beach. And then uh, Chris Qualman. Uh, next week uh, with um, Meldon Law, who's an awesome sponsor for us. I'm looking forward to having dinner with him and hanging out and hanging out with Fonzie. Those things I'm really looking forward to. But also uh, that feeling after a two and a half hour show or a two hour show or a two hour, 10 minute show that really kicked ass and then being able to like sleep, you know, whether it's my head hitting a hotel or my head all in my head when I, when I hit my house, like I go into my house and I look for my daughter uh, uh, at, at 1.30 in the morning. Most times she's asleep. Sometimes she eats oranges and stuff or cheese at one in the morning and do a little <laughs> bit of that and go home. I'm looking forward to that. That's the best feeling in the world. Job well done. All right. I can't believe 40 minutes into this show. And I'm going to ask you about this. Now you got sky blue on the show tomorrow. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, sky blue. She's awesome. Speaking of Chicago, I guess, right? Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and Shelly Benson, Shelly Benson is uh, uh, making her CCW debut. We went to the same high school. Her sister dated my friend Nick Bell, so uh, it's one of those weird things. Like uh, my like things are colliding. Life is colliding. Professional wrestling and uh, my regular life. And man, Chicago seems to be uh, a people. A lot of people asking me about Chicago, uh, running Chicago, and yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm from there. I probably like. Uh, I'll try. I can probably call a uh, hundred people to come, and they would come in Chicago. Of course, we need like four hundred. So, you know, it's a good start. A hundred is a good start. And then uh, you got to flip your I want to my family. You know, my family want free tickets and my friends want free tickets and so on that. But everyone who loves you and supports you always want free tickets. Right? It seems like you'll go uh, you into debt going into Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, do a free show for these couple hundred people that are going to, you know, probably. So tomorrow in Kissimmee is stacked because um, you've got the – Championship match we talked about, which is Jake St. Patrick and Ariel. Lester. Yeah, and CCW, like the CCW faithful, which is funny because Kissimmee is a pretty, like a lot of brand new people, but the CCW faithful are really stoked for that match. They wish they're wishing that match was happening in Fort Lauderdale, but it's happening in Kissimmee. Yeah. The match is going to be badass. It's going to be a great match. Yeah, no, they've wrestled, they've wrestled uh, once or twice before, but Ariel Levy's in a different level now. Yes. The Sky Blue match we just talked about. Also, you got a cruiserweight championship match. Uh, no disqualification. That's good. That match is so. That match is insane. They had a great match, and now it's coming back. No DQ. Uh, uh, Ariel Dominguez, who is amazing. He's a mighty mouse. Badass. Um, and then uh, uh, Jay Vidal, who's, who has taken you know CCW by storm. He showed up. He kicked ass. He's taking names. And um, no, I'm, I'm stoked for it. That should be – that might be – no, I mean, the, the heavyweight title will probably be the main event. But if that's, you know, maybe semi-main – that, I would put that 1A. That's the a main event as well. You know, it's it's been a long time since we talked about, you know, Cha-Cha Charlie being like third or fourth down the card here. But he's crazy, right? Well. <laughs> don't, tell don't tell him that. Uh, uh, Cha-Cha Charlie is uh, 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 he's wrestling Travis Jacobs. Travis Jacobs by the uh, is uh, trained by the Nightmare Factory. Uh, not Nightmare Factory. Sorry. The Monster Factory. All these factories, you know. Start changing our name to the CCW Factory, uh, the uh, Monster Factory, New Jersey, and he's he's awesome. It reminds me of like a young Razor Ramon. Chacha oh, has a, has a big uh, task in front of him. Yeah. Well, speaking of big, also Jack Talos is on the card. Seven foot tall. That's unable to be taught. He's uh, uh, wrestling Sam C. I love Sam C. Uh, but that's a mismatch if there ever was one. Ozzy versus Luke Sampson and the Crown versus the Gift. Ozzy, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy Luke is an interesting matchup. Ozzy's on a freaking roll. I am too. Looking forward to Jay and uh, uh, Ariel. No DQ. I am too. 
Ozzy's on a freaking roll, you know. Luke Sampson's on a roll. He beat the bus in Kissimmee last month. So that's a, that's a big one there. And then the crown. Guys, I'm so excited that the crown have moved to Florida. Uh, they moved to Florida to wrestle with us. Uh, and they're they're all over here. I, I think they're, they're, out, they're Friday, they're, Saturday. They, well, when you move four states away or whatever to come here, <laughs> I feel a little bit of pressure to get them on as many events. As, I'm just kidding. They are um, special. They, they are special. I, I don't want to uh, – if you do, if you are first seeing them or whatever – I don't want to. Um, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but be there in Kissimmee. There are surprises in Kissimmee, by the way. I do have a, a few surprises. Yeah, of course. There's okay. a surprise in every CCW show. Question there. It's uh, we've gone from questions to just comments coming in flying. No, Sergio, I love Sergio. I went to college with Sergio. He was my former college roommate. I, but I love you, Sergio. I love Seth. Where's Seth? It's crazy. <laughs> You've built a great, you've built a great uh, family, Sergio. Like you're the man. You grew up a, a, a block away from me in River. Oh, interesting. So another Chicago. Grove, I, I was born in River Grove, Illinois. Man, they we used to call it River Grave because there's more dead people than alive. There you go. There's the answer to your question. There, that's what it's, that's what it's about. <laughs> um, so uh, Facebook user said Homestead's going to be a super stout card. It is a insane. Card. by Kevin Sullivan. Hosted by Kevin Sullivan, and um, I'm just going to let him. He's in charge Saturday. There you go. I just want every, everyone who comes up to me and asks me anything to be like, just talk to the devil. Talk <laughs> to the mass master. You know, I, I, I really do believe Kevin Sullivan is one of the smartest minds in professional wrestling. I'm not just kissing his ass because uh, uh, he's with us and stuff. but uh, Yeah, because you'll be in the car for, with him for two hours, so don't say anything bad. <laughs> That's a delight, you know, considering the amount of people – like, you know, when you spend two hours in a car with somebody you don't like, it's so hard. It's so hard. Fort Myers, Brandon, I knew you were going to that. Uh, yeah. Soon, soon, we have uh, a venue. We have a big venue in Fort Myers that are um, just asking when. You know, it took us a year to pull the trigger on uh, 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 Kiss Me. You know, Lou Spector was in, was, uh, uh, he busted his ass to get the uh, things going up there in Kiss Me, but it was a year that we were speaking to that menu before we pulled the trigger. Not to say it's a year before we're going to Fort Myers. It's just that we have two shows this weekend, two shows next weekend. Um, and, you know, you want to grow um, sustainably and incrementally. You don't want to uh, uh, overstep your boundaries or overstep yourself. And I've done that. I've done that before in uh, uh, Granite. Uh, I've expanded too quickly and, and in the past. And then, there, you know, in wrestling, you don't want to make the same mistakes. This Saturday, um, Noah King was on this show two weeks ago, I think. Yes, yes. And uh, he's got a big opportunity going against Cha-Cha Charlie this Saturday. Yes. So. Yeah. He earned it. I mean, uh, Noah King is – Noah King is is good. He is good. He is uh, – I remember the first day that he came into training, and he lied. He lied to us that he was – he had not never trained before. He, he had never had a day of training. Came in and I said, you know what? He's pretty like he's pretty good. Like he's got a lot, you know. Not wasn't good, but he was like got a lot something going on with him. And then uh, years later, I found out that he had been training cross town for a few weeks, and then he left and came to us, which is smart move because it gave him a boost out of the gate. Like, oh, this kid has a lot of like potential. Like he seems like he can do something. You know, he picks up things so quickly. But you know, he was he was a liar. <laughs> he had a little heads. Let's see. So. New faces we can expect to see. I know that you've got always have mystery opponents. It feels like you had one mystery opponent at well, Bash, another I, one this Saturday. Okay, so. so the mystery the mystery opponent at Bash. I mean, you know the situation. Um, we had planned like I like when I kind of like when shows fall apart. You know, like uh, did you watch Dynamite? Like when you have when your when your back is in the wall, you have to do, put some stuff together. So um, we had we had an uh, agreement on a. Uh, eight match deal with AJ Francis and uh, he comes in. We're so excited. Uh, we started an incredible um, program with Cha-Cha Charlie that you'll see on two weeks on the live. It's incredible. Like places going nuts, you know, fans throwing things in the ring, security upset. And then uh, we get the news on Tuesday that uh, uh, he's signed by, um, WWE. WWE. He's back. He's going back, which he deserves because he's huge. You know, he's huge and he's very charismatic. Um, he was there. He was there uh, uh, 
Saturday, but I, I almost wanted to just like, like push him out with, with, with <laughs> Russ and just push him out there and see what he would do. But uh, the uh, I'd probably run away. So you don't want to risk uh, uh, your uh, uh, contract, you know. But you had him there for that Saturday a couple months ago, and like immediately announced Cha Cha versus Frank. Yes, immediately, like no sooner. Yeah, yeah like that Tuesday. Yeah, so it was unfortunate. Well, it was fortunate for him, obviously. Like we want everybody to grow. You know, we, was I so excited that he was going to have a nice long run here at CCW? Of course I was. But am I even more excited that he gets to be on national television and all that type of good stuff? And it was his return, you know, so it's like, you know, he was a CCW guy coming back, all that type of stuff. So that was the mystery thing there. And uh, uh, I, was, I was scrambling to put something together. And I said, just, I need a match card, same mystery. Point. <laughs> and then uh, uh, it w- went through two or three uh, really cool names. Uh not just like, and then it ended up being a, a bull, and I love bull, and it should have he he would have been my first choice, and it was an awesome match, and you'll see that on the live. Uh, so, but the Chamberlain, uh, uh, Alex Chamberlain, is a good looking face. Uh, he has like good features and stuff, but uh, the Chamberlain Challenge, the Southeastern Champion, uh, uh, he'll do a open Chamberlain Challenge, so he doesn't even know his opponent until the day of the event. So I would like to, you know, I want him to be advertised, but I don't want to. Um, could be anybody. Could be anybody. Yeah. So that's why it looks like a lot of mystery opponents, Ryan, but I'm, I'm not playing that game, you know? <laughs> also on Saturday, One you got... time mystery opponent. I'll do it again soon. Yeah. You have a collision between two former champions. You got S2S and Jackal Stevens on Saturday, too. Yeah. Uh, they used to live together. Uh, S2S uh, rented Jackal's uh, house, or rented a room in Jackal's house, and... Uh, that's one of those things where they really hate each other. They really hate each other because uh, uh, S2S would never take the garbage out. Uh, Jackal is like not a clean guy, like not like like a super like, but he's clean. And Alan is very messy. So they ended up hating each other. Uh, Jackal sold his home because he didn't want to tell Alan to leave. So now they finally, it's, that's one of those like back, like back of the house feuds that everybody knows about. So like, if this one was for the boys, sorry, fans. Like the fans have no idea, but we want to see these two kill each other. Uh, Jackal is is the aggressor in this case. Alan's like he didn't think he did anything. So yeah, that match expect uh, ex- expect you know like uh, a potato salad. Sure. So you already have uh, uh, Bash coming out. Uh, so it's not next. It's not next month's day. Yes. He's, so Agony will wrestle Jackal Stevens uh, December first. Uh, in a casket match, everyone go buy your uh, tickets. It's going to be badass. Um, I guess I'll break the news here. Winner of that match is the number one contender. That's the number one contender's match. So uh, let's see where that goes. There we go. And, uh, yeah, so you have a whole whole lineup. you got Kylan King versus Ashley Dubois. For, that's a rematch from Port St. Lucie um, at next week's or next month's bash as well. Yeah, so. there's also an uh, all-elite star in Port St. Lucie that I'm going to finalize. I'll try to finalize it now for September 30th. <laughs> checking my text. Um, who will be wrestling, uh, potentially wrestling Kylan for that belt. That was the only uh, request was that she will, she'll do it, but she wants uh, Kylan. She wants the belt. Okay. She right. wants to know where the gold's at. Bring wow. her the gold. I believe it or not. I think we've covered my questions and all of the questions that were. Uh, no, wait, let's see. Well, there's more. Is there more? Uh, uh, Bash twenty one is going to be awesome. That's raw. Thanking CCW. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, the Saudi the Saudi raw was when the best raw was when they were stuck in the Saudi. Is true. Was yeah, that, that was, uh, um, was talking Adam about Cole? shows falling apart. It was SmackDown. It was SmackDown? Yeah. And you ended up with Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, Brian and Danielson I think you had uh, didn't you have uh, AJ versus Finn? On a show uh, too, right? Yeah, maybe I can't remember. Now, what are you most excited uh, on, like, like where we're going for CCW? What are some of the things that are most exciting for you? Well, I think you know from the from the moment I started with CCW, you know, going to CCW events, seeing this expansion is crazy. You know, when and it wasn't that long ago, right? It was like it's weird, right? Ago. It feels year. It feels like it, year. it feels yeah. a long time ago, but like it was only like two years ago. And I would go out to the website and you'd have one event, you right. know, you, you might have one event a month. Now it's, now I can't get to them all. You right. know, <laughs> it's like, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. You know, you had the question about Fort Myers 
um, since since I've been um, you know attending events, you've gone up you've gone up to Kissimmee, down Homestead and Miami and Pompano Beach. So you're you're all over the place. So you know that stuff. And then I'm I'm waiting to see who's who's going to be the guy that I watched at CCW that's on AEW or WWE. And I know we've got like Jake Tucker, right? He's one sure, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Corelli is someone uh, uh, I occasionally still talk to that it's just like, uh, yeah. But the, who's next is my Who, question. Yeah, yeah. Who's I mean, who's going to be the homegrown guy? Who's going to be the guy that I watched, you know, one of his first matches that SEC? My, my, money, my money's on Meadow. Who do you think? Is a girl Ruthie? Yeah, I, I mean, well, Kylan, I, would, I mean, it's like Kylan should be. I mean, I don't know. that's I don't. I mean, I don't well, I was, you know, I, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, are there enough female wrestlers in Florida to wrestle Kylan? Because I th- she might run through them all. Well, Wow uh, has decided to sign a, uh, every girl in Miami. You know, uh, <laughs> look, we're we're the Florida territory, but Florida means so much in professional wrestling. There is an amazing amount of talent. On the East Coast, there's amazing amount of talent. In the West Coast, there's amazing amount of Texas talent. I know that um, uh, Thunder Rosa is doing amazing things in Texas with sure. a lot of different women. So um, I don't know. Would we be in a situation where Kylins are Brock Lesnar every couple of months, like bring a big, you know, like big money Kylin? I hope not. I love having her on all the shows. She's a great. I'm sure she'd still be there. You know. Uh, uh, she's a, a great person to have in the locker room, and she's she's still uh, she still works so hard um, uh, honing her craft at the school, you know. So, um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I, I'm trying to think of like these like huge matchups, you know. Chicago, Chicago has talent, you know. Yeah, Rocky Radley. Uh, uh, that's that's somebody I was talking about this week. Rocky's awesome, you know. Um, you know, uh, I love this next one. Yes. Love it. October bash. How does it feel to know you'll have a brand new champion? <laughs> it's true. Uh, Ricky has not been defeated uh, since his return and he's on a tear and that's going to, that's going to be a huge match. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to bet against Ricky uh, uh, next month. That's for sure. You know, so. and, and then you talk about Ariel there, the ring boy we deserve. That's shots fired. Um, you know, but a- Ariel has to make it there. You just got Jake Logan. He's going to have to go through a lot to make it there, you know. Uh, but let's see. Let's see. I- I'm excited for all of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm also, I'm you know, back to the what am I excited for. I, yeah, exactly. You know, the question that, that was posed earlier about, you know, being able to live live stream or live broadcast whatever that whatever form that takes being able to get access to you know the full the full shows from remotely whether that's live or that's yeah, yeah. a couple of days later or whatever we yeah, get yeah. some of them now you know and if a month delay or whatever but yeah yeah and 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 I'm working on um I'm working on um the ring boy we deserve uh, I, I don't want that in, like Ariel's going to hear that get along oh ring god boy. that's going to be a chance so if you're chance. in Kissimmee tomorrow yes, ring boy Ring the boy. ring boy we deserve oh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah i'm in like uh i have a backlog of uh saturday night slams and uh, the Kissimmee shows that will be up um you know i taught myself originally i taught myself uh uh put it on that shirt the ring boy we deserve i love oh, it man. uh i taught myself i taught myself how to edit and then uh we have a couple but now with uh, uh working with a production company you know uh you, when you put something on television, you want to have it like, look really good. So it's it's one of those like catch twenty twos. A live switcher and that system will be awesome. Um, we'll get there. It's just a, it's you know like I said, we do live to tape, and so our boys know like our our guys know like uh, they're learning to be on that next level. They're learning to be on you know what it feels like to do a live show with AEW or with Raw. So we do everything live, live, live. Um, so why not just go the final step? You know we'll get there. You know, imagine yeah. like Ryan, how far we've gotten in two years together. You know, like you, what you've done for us, and what what we've all done, and 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 like uh, uh, guys like uh, Gangrel, guys like like Ricky, like uh, Gariel, like Cha Cha, like Jackal, uh, Kylin, Eric, Eric Christopher. Uh, you know how far a lot of these guys have gone in the last two years. So 
hopefully it's just that continued growth, you know? So yeah, live is easily the next step. So yeah, we'll get there. Just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when, uh, Ryan, it's who's the, who's, who's your break. Who's your breakout. Who's the next guy? Like, uh, 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 Ryan, like who's the next guy that should be, who should be on NXT level up or should be on, you know, I, I, it looks well, like a couple spots just opened up in AEW, so they went. <laughs> Who's the next well, spot? You know, like, uh, I you know I, I think of your your tag champs. Oh yeah, elevated status. I mean, yeah, those guys they they've got they've got the look, they've got the skills. Like he you know. is on another level right now. Uh, uh, he has it. Like uh, Arrow has it. Uh, Ricky has it. Chacha has it. Jackal has it, ERA has it, and Gangrel has it. A special kind of charisma that is uh, instantly gratifying for somebody watching. So there's a couple moments with uh, Ernie where I'm like, oh, no, I don't know what he's going to do. If he's going to call somebody something or something. <laughs> but it's his charisma is just off the chain. And then I found, I feel like Nova has found his voice. Yeah, he starts yelling and screaming, and he looks like a maniac. And I said, "That's the Nova that I wanted from day one." You know, I love, I love those guys. So yeah, so uh, I could see them at the next level. You know, for sure. Uh, Kylan, Anna, Ruthie. Yeah. You know? uh, Eric has improved a lot. Who else has improved? Who's the most improved in the last two years? Oh, I know it. I know who it is. Well, you tell me. You it's Chris Farrell. Chris Farrell has improved. Like seeing Chris Farrell uh, go from where he is before to where he is now has been pretty special. Jackal is like if you look at Jackal now versus two years ago, like you look at those first episodes of Alive and it's sloppy, you know. Stephen Stephen uh, uh, T C Reed haven't been around. Haven't been around in a, a little bit. I haven't seen Steve. I know he was dealing with some injuries and stuff like that, you know. I, I like Florida Man as a single. Yeah, yeah. Chris Farrow has been 100%. Two years, yeah. from two years to now, two years ago uh, uh, to now is something else. Yeah, everybody agrees. Of course you agree, you know. But Well, you know, it's it's behind the – it could be Chris Farrow behind the Facebook user. Uh. Yeah, that's him saying it. <laughs> that's him saying it. Yeah. Uh, big, big shout out uh, to uh, our attorney, our corporate attorney, Daniel Rose, too. Uh, he's improved the quality of life too around here a, a little bit. This is, you know, when you when you start to work hard and do like fun stuff, then like a guy like uh, uh, Ricky, you know, Ricky's been in uh, MLW. Ricky's been in the big, uh, um, you know, big companies and stuff like that. Uh, the Wrangler has improved. He hasn't. He has improved a lot. I would give. I would give Nick a lot. And Nick is a guy who helps a lot. But uh, 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 saying about a guy like Ricky or a guy like Gangrel or a guy like guys who've been at the, those levels, or you'd be shocked to see my DMS of guys who want to work in CCW, want to help in CCW, like how ecstatic to see a guy like Kevin Sullivan come in and want to work with us. And it's because you put the work in, you do the, you, you build it. If you build it, they will come. You build something that is like a cool platform. And then guys like, look, uh, uh, is Kevin Sullivan motivated by money? Of course, he's motivated by dollars and cents. Who isn't? You know, is Gangrel motivated by money? Yes. But they want to work. I feel like talent like that also wants to work in a place where, like, there's an awesome environment of people growing and some of that. Sure. sure. And that's what, that's, what, that's what this is all about, you know. And this is like something that I know was Dan and Bruno's vision 18 years ago. You know, they envisioned the territory 18 years ago. They like uh, I, I sat in, I sat in Dan's office in 2010. It was 12 years ago, and they were talking about doing. Oh, we're gonna go to uh, a Coe, and we're gonna go to Melbourne, and then we're gonna go do shows here or whatever. And they were talking, you know, and, and they would do a spot show, and then they were talking to a fire department here and there, and all this type of stuff, you know. And I was like, of course, I'm just an idiot kid who's just like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. Well, there's, there's ISIS to Amazon is really tall. There's Romeo, you know. But but the, the 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 point is 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 we're able to execute and build it, and and the talent will come. Absolutely. And talent like you, Ryan, like you know you're you're you know one of the things I love about CCW is um, Tom Holmes, uh, uh, you Ryan, um, a guy like Tyler Peters, like Tyler Peters did a, a, a commentary with Kevin Sullivan in Nashville. 
And, uh, uh, you know, Kyler is very, I think he's very good, but he's also very uh, critical of his work. And for having Kevin Sullivan critique his work and tell him that he is good enough, you know, to do, to be a television commentator, like that may, means the world to me. You know what I mean? Was Kevin lying? Maybe he was, you know, it's, it's Tyler. No, I'm just kidding. I think Tyler, was kidding. Like, maybe Kevin was just trying to make him feel better, but uh, he just didn't want, you know, he didn't know him that well. Maybe he thought he was going to stab him if he didn't say that. But the fact of the matter is, uh, that's the type of stuff that I live for, you know? Absolutely. And the crowds. Yeah. The crowds become a drug. Like when the crowds when the crowds are down, I'm I feel like I'm withdrawing from from that drug, you know, like like uh I can't go to sleep uh like uh the bash crowd. They're so amped and they're so up and then I go and like I'll eat and I'll go try to go to sleep and I won't sleep because I'm so excited and last semi crowd just they were just amped and they were big and um last homestead crowd big so um so yeah that's the thing and you are <laughs> a, a, a little very uh very horowitz there for you yeah that's right you are killing it there we go <laughs> all right man well uh take us home what, what else do we need to guys kasimi kasimi uh uh our central florida people be there at kasimi um, 8 p.m. start. We're going to be starting out um, uh, 8 o'clock now there. But that being said, get there early because we might um, we might see some cool shit. And then uh, Homestead. Homestead hosted by Kevin Sullivan. We have an amazing card both days for you. Uh, next Friday, we're in Ocala for Injustice. Jake Logan, uh, uh, Rob, uh, uh, Rob Sharp, uh, Scrap Iron. Um, We'll get that. I'll get you. I'm gonna. I'll try to, boss. I'll try to get you that poster. It's hilarious. Uh, Ryan, you have it. Just put it up on the screen. It's so funny. It's uh, Rico put his face and everything like that. You go go to Rico's thing. Put it on the screen. No, Rico no. is so good. Rico's so smart. He did. Uh, uh, he's doing Spanish commentary as well for us. Did Spanish commentary for uh, uh, Ring of Honor. Carrie Silkin is around. Imagine we have Carrie Silkin, Kevin Sullivan, Fonzie Gangrel, all like contributing. Uh, and just being awesome. Yes, I'm from like every company there. Yeah, we're 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 a hodgepodge. Yeah. We're a buffet, if you will. I'm a big fan of buffets, as you can tell by my bloated face. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're too. a buffet of professional wrestling. Like, yeah, like uh, uh, time that I spent with uh, Kerry Silkin has been so awesome because uh, he has a really good understanding of the tickets and promotional aspect of it. Um, we had low key here with Carrie last last week, which was interesting. Um, but um, or a couple weeks ago, uh, but you have um, Carrie, who's like a ticket uh, genius, you know, who's, who knows how to maximize ticket revenue and stuff. And then you have him, you know, he's a guy who was so good in terms of like DVD video and monetization of content. So to be able to sit with him and let him know, like, okay, I have. X many hours. I have hundreds of hours of content in professional wrestling. I have them all, you know, um, have them in episodes. And, you know, he was able to, you know, without getting paid, you know, I, I bought him dinner at a Chinese place. We had, we shared a Peking duck. Um, and uh, he gave me his knowledge on how to monetize stuff that's priceless. You know that's what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm monetizing my content and, and, you know, his thoughts and stuff like that. This is a guy who, you know, still good friends with the Young Bucks, still good friends with Samoa Joe, still, you know, still works uh, uh, for Ring of Honor. He still gets a paycheck from it, uh, uh, from Ring of Honor. And then he's here watching my guys and he's here telling me, you know, who's the shits and who's good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, having an eye like that, having Kevin Sullivan's eye. But the point I'm making with a guy like Kerry Silkin is it's not just uh, he's a crazy guy to party with and have a few drinks with, but like uh, that type of stuff is... Uh, is priceless and um that's what we're doing here so kasimi tomorrow eight o'clock sun on the beach you better be there homestead um saturday uh miami brewing company amazing partner of ours then we have uh next friday ocala which is the boys and girls club of marion injustice would be awesome thank you melden law for um sponsoring that show and then uh saturday breakout september to remember Five thousand uh, dollar ladder match. There's a check. There's going to be a check for five thousand dollars. One of those big checks above the ring, and uh, uh, I think it's seven or eight guys that are going to be competing for that check, and that's a life changing uh, uh, check for some of you know the younger guys here. But it's also an amazing card. 
So check that out. And then, uh, then we have a week off. That'll be my birthday. And then, uh, uh, we're back. We're back with, uh, Destiny Awaits. Destiny Awaits. Yeah, Destiny Awaits. Or Bash of the Brew. Destiny Awaits. I love when that happens. Uh, Destiny Awaits in Port St. Lucie. You have Gangrel versus Brian Brock, which is a huge match there. You have, um, Kylin versus a, a very formidable opponent you have. Uh, and then you have the crown uh, will be wrestling elevated status. And then Chico uh, Adams in agony versus Jackal and Cha-Cha Charlie. Still no, still no names for those guys. Ariel Levy versus Ozzy Kilmaster. And, uh, yeah. If, if Ariel Levy can, uh, Ozzy has an at large uh, uh, heavyweight uh, title opportunity due to winning a battle Royal. And uh, he will be cashing that in against somebody in Port St. Lucie. Could it be Jake Logan? Could it be uh, Jake St. Patrick? Could it be Chris Farrow? Who knows? CCW has a full plate. Watch us. A live wrestling. We have uh, uh, Florida Man T.C. Reed versus Jackal Stevens versus QT Marshall. The week after that, we have uh, uh, Ariel Levy versus Cha-Cha Charlie in the street fight. Uh, AJ Francis makes a uh, an appearance on that. And then we have uh, Jesse Alaban versus Kylan King. We have on that same episode... Uh, Gangrel versus Damian uh, Fenrir, and uh, that's all going to be awesome. Plus, we have the Kumite. So check us out, uh, CCW, a live wrestling every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Go to the YouTube, subscribe. We have a really cool influx of subscribers. I can't wait to get to 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 people. Um, and then also, like, uh, some cool news coming. Man, I hope the cool news – I was trying to get the news done today. Hope we'll have some cool news uh, uh, either tomorrow or next week. And uh, – Ryan, thank you so much. I love doing these live things. Thank you yeah, for everyone right. who put their questions in. You know, thanks. Thank you for everyone not talking about my my former criminal background. I'm just kidding. <laughs>